Good morning, church. If you would, join me in prayer this morning before we get into the message. Father God, thank you for um, your son, Jesus. Thank you for sending your son to die in our place and to give his life uh, so that we can be saved and so that we can be redeemed and reconciled back to you. And Jesus, I just thank you for being that sacrifice, for giving your life on the cross, for shedding your blood so that we can... um, be redeemed. And Lord, I pray that you would bless this day. We have been praying, we have been fasting, we have been focusing uh, a lot of efforts, a lot of um, hours, a lot of manpower into this day. And I just pray that you would take what little effort we have given and you would multiply it and you would make it um, just a special day in the history of this church. We've been praying that we can look back to this day in the future and say that was a day that really... um, propelled our church forward, that really uh, set us on a course to impact this region uh, with the gospel, with the glory of, of Jesus Christ. And I just pray that through this time of, of uh, speaking, that you would take the words and you would use them just like we just sang, and you would do what you will with these words that are spoken now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This is a great day in the history of Grace Church. Two weeks ago, I stood up here and announced that uh, we as a church were going to take a big risk. We were going to step out in faith in a big way, and uh, we were going to hire a full-time children's pastor. And I'm thrilled today, church. I am thrilled today to let you know that we have taken that step. And after a process of prayer, after interviews, and after uh, much counsel, we have made the decision to hire Katie Davis to be our children's pastor here at Grace Church, all right? And I I have to take a moment just to brag on the ministries of Grace Church for just a moment. I have to brag on the ministry here because, you see, Katie has been um, at Grace Church for a long time. She has a long history with this church. And uh, this church has invested in, it has poured into, and it has blessed her life. And now we're going to witness this investment come full circle to bring a great return. Katie has been at Grace Church for 16 years. 16 years she's been attending, she's been serving, we've been ministering to her. And uh, man, now she's going to be serving this church on staff. For almost half of her life, she has been serving at Grace Church, which I think is incredible. And throughout those years, she has been involved and served in every ministry we have here at Grace Church. Seriously, she's been in music. She's served in the children's ministry. She's served in the youth ministry in college. The only thing she hasn't done, I don't think, is is preach the sermon, okay? But she has been involved in everything. She has a long history here at Grace. She loves the vision of this church. She loves the direction that this church is going. And she knows the culture of Grace Church. She she knows us and we know her. I say all that because I passionately believe, church, I passionately believe when God provides the opportunity to hire from within your church, it's always better It's always stronger, and it's always healthier to do so. We don't don't have to take six months to a year to get to know Katie, uh, to build relationship with her, or to build a foundation of trust. It's already there. It's already there. When 
Katie was presented with the opportunity to, to lead the children's ministry here at Grace. God had already prepared the soil of her heart. The timing was right, and God put the pieces in place. And God is doing great things at Grace Church, and a great measurement of that reality, a great barometer is the fact that multiple people on staff here at Grace Church have stepped away from their careers to follow the leading, to follow the whisper of the Holy Spirit in their lives to work full-time here at Grace Church. I, I believe that's incredible. That's incredible. It's, it's extremely humbling, and it's an inspiring reality. Regarding qualifications, you know, the ones that are most important are the biblical qualifications. Katie loves Jesus Christ. She loves Jesus. Her character is rock solid. She's fiercely loyal to her family and to her church. Katie graduated from Fort Lewis College with a BA in early education in, in 2006. For the past six and a half years, Katie has worked as a preschool teacher at Fort Lewis Mesa Elementary in Hesperus. She also worked at Victory Junction Camp for children with chronic or terminal illnesses and disabilities. God has, has put a fire in Katie's heart, and she is excited about the possibilities. She is excited about the future of the children's ministry here at Grace Church. We're taking a risk, church. We're stepping out. And uh, I say this, and I'm not joking, but I want to step out in such a way that there's a possibility we could fail. I want to step out in such a way that there's a possibility we may have to close the doors on this church. It was said many years ago by my father, let's impact this region or let's close the doors trying. And that's where we're headed. If it makes you a little nervous, good. If it freaks you out a little bit, good. Because, uh, there is a community, there is a region, there is a people who desperately need light, who desperately need the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're taking some risks. At this time, you guys have already clapped. Feel free to clap and cheer again, but I'm going to ask Katie to come up here if she would, okay? Yep, yep. That's for you. And then uh, I'm going to ask uh, the elders of Grace Church, if you could. We're just going to, it's biblical. Um, there's some biblical teachings in regards to the laying on of hands and just praying over Katie. And that's what we're going to do this morning. So if uh, the elders of Grace would come up, um, Trisha, Becky, if you two would come on up, I would appreciate that. And uh, church, we're just going to spend a few moments here uh, praying for Katie, praying that God would bless her ministry here at Grace and uh, if you would pray with us, I would greatly, greatly appreciate that, okay? And Lucas, I have to say I love your stash. <laughs> that is fantastic, man. <laughs> that is incredible. I love it. I love it. All right.
Father God, thank you so much um, for this group of people that I'm standing with and this group of people that, that I'm in this building with. I love this church, and I am so thankful for this uh, body of believers. And, and Lord, this is your body, and we want to represent you well. When people look at Grace Church, I pray with all of my heart that they would see Jesus Christ. And uh, I am so thrilled uh, because uh, not only do I have a, a great friendship with Katie, but, man, there is a long history there. It's so exciting to see the, the investment of Grace Church in the life of Katie Davis. And uh, now we're going to see it um, return. That investment is going to return in the fact that she's going to be ministering to my children, to our children. And uh, she's going to be laying the groundwork for future generations to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ for future generations to step up and minister. And I pray that your hand of favor and that your hand of blessing would be upon Katie's life. I'm so thankful for her husband, Cole, and for little Thea. She is, I think, the cutest baby in the world. Um, and I'm just praying, God, that you would, um, yeah, that you would stir in Katie's heart and you would set a vision in her heart that is, that is big enough to scare her and it's big enough when it's accomplished that everyone will say, only God could have done that. And we give you the glory. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. All right, church. In just a few moments... Um, we're going to begin our first ever Grace Church Summit. And let me just give you three reasons of why we decided to do this. Okay, Three reasons why we're going to do the summit. First of all, the Grace Church Summit is going to promote a healthy culture of transparency. The last thing I want is for us, for anyone, to think that it's a select group of people in a room downstairs that is going to make this uh, vision of impacting this region become a reality. That is the furthest thing from the truth. Okay, It's going to take all of us because we all are the body of Christ in every position, every spot, every ministry is vitally important. So we believe this Grace Church Summit is going to allow all of us to look under the hood of this church and for us to to have a greater investment and to know what's going on. We wanted to promote a culture of transparency. We want you to know exactly where we're going. We want you to know exactly what we're doing and what the vision is. Transparency is one of the core values of our church. Secondly, through the summit, we're going to get some ideas that we would have never been able to dream up on our own. Okay? Because the pastors on staff here, they are uh, super smart and bright and passionate and in love with Jesus and in love with this church. But they have limitations. I didn't know if you knew that or not. But we got some limitations. All right? I know Cam Newton does this all the time, but we ain't Superman. And we got some limitations. We're going to have some ideas that we would have never been able to dream up on our own. And lastly, one of the, one of the reasons that we're doing this summit is because it is going to help us focus on a BHAG. Do you know what a BHAG is? A BHAG is a big, hairy, audacious goal. All right? We want something 
that this church is saying this, we, of course, we are all about Jesus Christ. But man, we're praying that God will give us a goal, give us a direction that we say that is what we need to be about to impact this region. That clarity on a big, hairy, audacious goal will become reality. That one thing that makes us all a little nervous, that one thing that we can all focus on and know that God is leading us to do. I picture it this way as we enter into this summit. I picture it this way. Grace Church has driven the ball down the field and we're on the one-yard line. And now it's time for us to punch it in for the score. The BHAG is going to help us punch it in for the score. It's going to help us uh, see that vision become a reality. As we were planning out the summit, we all agreed that something needed to be said to inspire us and to get us all pumped up for the summit. And all the pastors, uh, you know, as we were talking about it, they all looked at me and they said, no pressure. (laughs) Man, I'm so thankful that we have been praying and fasting this week. Because if I was to try to lead this church in my own strength or to try to get you all fired up for something, it wouldn't work. I was seeking the Lord through this week and saying, Lord, what do you want me to say to Grace Church? What do you want me to communicate as we go into the summit? And God spoke to me and he said, let me do it. He said, let me do it, Justin. I can do a much better job, by the way. Let me do it. So so that's what I plan to do this morning. I'm going to do my very best to get out of the way and allow God to speak directly to your hearts this morning. And God directed me to a chapter in the scriptures that should be the guiding light for our church. It should be the guiding light for the families of our church. And it should be the guiding light for each and every individual in this church. As we enter the summit, as we begin to share ideas, as we pray together, as we dream together, this chapter that I'm going to read to you in just a few moments must be our guiding light. If not, church, if not, this summit will be the biggest waste of time and the worst idea that we've ever tried to implement here at Grace Church. But if we allow this chapter to guide us, the Grace Church Summit just might be the greatest thing we've ever done here at this church. So may the words of God penetrate your heart. May the words of God penetrate your soul and your mind this morning. May the words I'm about to read to you guide you, inspire you, convict you. So here are the very words of God through the Apostle Paul spoken directly to you this morning. May it prepare you for the Grace Church Summit. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I, if you, if we could speak all the languages of the earth and of angels but didn't love others, we would 
only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If we had the gift of prophecy, and if we understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if we had such faith that we could move the La Plata Mountains, but didn't love others, we would be nothing. If we gave everything we had to the poor and even sacrificed our own bodies, we could boast about it. But if we didn't love others, we would have gained nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Church, I want to remind you, these are the very words of God to you this morning. Love is not jealous. Love is not boastful or proud. Love isn't rude. Love does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. It never loses faith. Love is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in an unknown language and special knowledge, it will all become useless. But love, church, love will last forever. Now, right now, our knowledge is partial and incomplete And even the gift of prophecy reveals only a part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, those partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know right now, right now, is partial. It's incomplete. But then, I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. He knows you. Three things, church. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. 1 John 4, 8 says, But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love.
Church, I, I pray that these words from God will guide us. I, I pray that these words will direct us. And I pray they will help us never to forget that anything done apart from love is meaningless. It's a waste of time. Church, I love you. God loves you. And I pray the summit will move us forward like never before. I'm going to pray. Father God, I pray that Grace Church would learn how to truly love, how to serve. I pray that Grace Church would be what you pictured in your mind when you started the church. I pray that Grace Church would be what you envisioned your church to look like. I pray that we would put on our serving towels and through numerous acts of service, we would humbly impact this region with the gospel and with the love of Jesus Christ. It's not about us being in control. It's not about us being in power. It's about us humbly serving our communities, our neighbors, our co-workers, our family, our friends, I pray this morning that we would all do a double check. Not for insurance reasons, but for our heart reasons. That we would double check our motives and make sure our intentions are to glorify you and to love people. Lord, help us to set aside our egos. Help us to learn this morning. I pray that we would all walk out of here having learned something. I pray that you would give us big dreams. And I pray that the summit will help us to punch it in for the score. And Father, in all of our doing, I pray and I ask that we would keep Jesus at the center of it all. Because God is love. In Jesus' name, amen.